Hey everybody, happy new year and welcome back to the Blister Podcast. I'm Jonathan Ellsworth and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. Now for our first Blister Podcast of 2021, we thought we'd ask a few of our reviewers to share one of the highlights of the past year, one of the things that they're most looking forward to in 2021, and we also asked them to share with us one New Year's resolution. We ended up getting quite a range of answers here, and apparently Kristen Sinna and I will be starting up a new reality TV show. So yeah, 2021 could really be quite the year. And speaking of Kristen, this episode was pretty much her idea, so why don't we go ahead and kick things off with her. So, Happy New Year, and here we go. Well, Kristen Sinat, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. We made it. Pat's on the back to us for surviving 2020. That is not a thing to take lightly this year. Congrats. How are you? Good. Very good. It's been a nice holiday. My biggest question for you, actually, is did you actually stay up past midnight to enter in the new year? No, we actually, well, no. And our, it, my two-year-old kind of dictated that a little. And, well, no. I think we made it till about 9.30. We watched like 45 minutes of Hamilton on a projector. But we did have a great New Year's Eve. Our friends hosted us, uh, got a new snowblower and uh, did their deck and did a little path with Feralitos lining it and snowboat the their little pond that was frozen over and had a big bonfire. So it was great. But my son at 8, 8 p.m. was like, I'm tired. I was like, all right, that's cool. We go home. You were so happy. You're like, yes, Lyndon. <laughs> I now have it. I have a human being I can blame for my own lameness. So this is perfect. Um, no, but we were not the first people to leave that party. And granted, they it was very COVID safe. And like, we were all outside. And there's few people, but they, we kind of did shift. So we left at eight and then some other folks came in. But it was still, it was still a very fun New Year's Eve. Okay. Or New, or New Year's afternoon, you could say, because I didn't right. last too long. But. Right. Yeah. New Year's <laughs> afternoon. Well done. Our objective here is to talk a bit about some of our favorite things or highlights of 2020. You should be credited. This was actually one of your ideas for this episode is, you know, we knew we were going to talk to a number of different reviewers, but I really like this. You're like, you know, it was a tough year in a lot of ways. Let's share maybe a highlight or two. So good idea. And you're up. So my biggest highlight was taking a big road trip. I, I don't think I've been on the podcast since I actually took this road trip. I alluded to it the last time. But in July, so my aunt and uncle had a, a road trek RV that they left out here for like three years in storage. It's like, hey, how about we just bring it back east for you? And they were okay with that. And so we, the three of us, my husband, son, and I hopped in. Uh, we loaded up our bikes. We have the Mack ride on it and headed straight to Bentonville, rode some bikes, some single track with my son, did a lot of hip camping and stayed at miniature animal farms and stuff along the way and then got to visit all my family in Maine, New Hampshire, and Connecticut. It was super great. Ended up spending four weeks with my family um, back in New Hampshire. And it was definitely the highlight of my summer. Lots of swimming, lots of water skiing, 
lots of biking. Did you attempt to go ski Cannon, even though it was summer, since Cannon is the greatest ski area in the world, apparently? <laughs> uh, I think you're the one that keeps um, proposing that title. I do really appreciate it and love it. And I did hike across some little hikes with my son, uh, Artist Bluff and Bald Knob, to look back on Cannon and with fond memories. But no, there there was no snow at that point. Didn't even go up the tram. So, But uh, the notch, Franconia notch is quite wonderful. Good answer. Big RV road trip. As somebody who had all of his really amazing trips canceled, <laughs> or I should say not, not all. I, there was one. There was one trip I got in in, in, in 2020 that was, that was great. But uh, I'm happy to hear that, that you got a little bit of time on the road. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine like a better age for my son because he's big into tractors and trucks. And like you're driving along I-40 and all you see are like giant trucks driving by you. And then you look off in the distance and there's like a tractor supply store. So it was like perfect timing for him. He was like, didn't even have to give him any like videos to watch or anything like that. He was just captivated by the road. So yeah, that's pretty good. Perfect. All right. Next question. Is there something that you are most looking forward to in this new year, 2021? I'm hoping some travel opens up a bit, but we're based on that previous answer. Like we had so much fun in the RV. Like we've spent the last four or five months looking to purchase one. I think we're starting to narrow it down. And I mean, not just for like a COVID type of, you know, travel, but just in the future, like it, it was just a nice way for us to get around. And if we can't fly um, to see my family or his family, like it's just, it was really fun with our toddler. So we're, we're looking into something like that and I hope it happens because it would be fun to, to get around. Hmm. More traveling. I have a sense that's going to be a common answer to the question. What are you most looking forward to in 2021? But we're doing like, super self-contained road trip style. Like when we drove back East, like we packed all our food, didn't even stop at any restaurants, had our own bathroom in the RV. So kind of like we want to be contained and it was, it made it really fun because you're just going to outdoor um, adventures instead of like having to go find a restaurant in a little town or something. But sounds like the only thing you're missing is having me in the RV trip, like me and you, mm. Pat and Lyndon, like four weeks, nothing but us. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know about that. But and, and again, we were only in the RV for one week. <laughs> four weeks in an RV with you um, would be delightful, I'm sure. Uh, I think it would be a reality TV show. <laughs> I, yeah, it might, think, it might get canceled after the first episode, though. Due to all the cursing and fighting? I, I'm pretty sure I know who would be voted off first. <laughs> Okay. Last question. Do you have a New Year's resolution for 2021? And, you know, we should say we did resolutions last year for the year 2020, and it all went up in smoke, I think. I don't know that any of us ended up making good on any of our resolutions. So let's just pretend we never said anything about that a year ago. I don't want to dwell on the past. I'm curious about whether or not you have any New Year's resolutions for 2021. So I have two, I guess. And they're not, I guess they're kind of goals. I guess you call them resolutions. One is uh, just to get more organized. Um, I feel like I'm a fairly organized person, but when I don't have 
a lot of time. Turns out toddlers require a lot of attention. And where I am, most of the daycare preschools have been closed at least for the past month. So limits my time even more to get work done or anything. So the more organized I can be, the better. But the other one is I want to get outside more. And I feel like I do a pretty good job uh, trying to motivate to get outside. But you throw in a toddler with opinions and it just like drains you before you even get a coat on. So either not forcing him, but in continuing to encourage him no matter the time of day, like, oh, 7 a.m., it's really cold, but sure, let's go play with your new little backhoe outside in the yard. That would be great. Or just like bringing him to the mountain to see if he, he is willing to ski, because usually once we get there, he wants to put his boots on, which is it. Yeah, it's a whole nother story. Like skiing with a two-year-old is so much fun. Um, so yeah, that's my goal, just to continue to to get him outside as much as possible and myself. Well, good. Cheers to you getting outside more in 2021. And I'm already looking forward to our four-week RV road trip that we're going to document either in podcast form or in new reality TV series. It's probably going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to your plans on that one too. <laughs> we'll see. You know, one thing 2020 taught us is... The best laid plans don't always, you know, quite, quite come out. So, uh, but we'll see. We'll see about RV road trip. Well, I'm hoping this is one of those cases that <laughs> we don't really come to. Yeah, I've, me too, kind of. <laughs> anyway, hey, I'll let you go. Kristen, happy new year. Speaking of plans, we have some big things planned for 2021. I'm going to actually let you go ski now in keeping with your new year's resolution. I know that I'm going to be talking to you real soon. Sounds good. Thanks. Happy new year to you too. All right, Kristen. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Next up, Eric Friesen. We are so, so literally just coming in off the mountain that we are still in ski boots. This is the first ski booted podcast I've ever recorded. So firsties in the new year. I, I like to be there first. That's what I'm about. Okay. So we have three questions for you. First, please name a favorite thing or highlight of the past year. All right. My favorite thing of 2020 I have a bunch of river friends, rafter folk, and I had never taken the opportunity to go down the Grand with them. And as everybody's getting a little older and starting families and life is getting more constrained, I was kind of concerned that I had missed that opportunity in my life. Turns out a good buddy of mine pulled a uh, winter 10-day permit to go down the Grand. And so right about now, at the start of 2020, I was on the Grand Canyon for 10 days kayaking. Two of us self-supported, snowed on us and rained on us for like six of the 10 days, full survival boating, kind of fun, and got to run a bunch of really big, cool rapids, see some cool stuff for the first time, and didn't have to deal with masses of people down there. So that was highlight of life for sure, but also a, a highlight of 2020, I think. That's a pretty strong start to a new year. Yeah. I am slightly disappointed that the reviewing the reviewer episode we did, I'm a little disappointed that wasn't your highlight. And then in second place of my disappointment that the 38 times we've talked about getting together to watch Cowboy Bebop, we have actually yet to do this, but soon. 
I mean, the reviewing the reviewer episode is one of your most listened to episodes ever. Uh, you know that that is certainly a highlight. Maybe not quite as high as kayaking the Grand, the Grand Canyon, Canyon, fair, but big. And you know, if you did things like had a TV on your wall, it would make it a lot easier to accomplish these kinds of things. And being that you don't leave Crested Butte to come down to Gunnison, it's. We'll have to we'll have to really fight through that in twenty one, getting you on the road a little bit more. <laughs> I'm in Gunnison all the time, just not watching Cowboy Bebop. So anyway, next question. Name one thing that you're looking forward to in twenty twenty one. Well, it's something I'm starting to think a little bit about right now, so it kinda comes to mind. I think as long as it doesn't get canceled. I think I'm going to do the uh, free ride comp here at Crested Butte. Ah, And so that'll be a pretty fun thing to look forward to in the end of February. It's been a number of years since I've competed seriously myself. And it's, you know, I coached after that, but it's something that I've been removed from from for a little while. So just kind of getting the itch to go scare myself on skis and so that'll be fun and hopefully it's able to go off and hopefully we start getting a little bit more snow so they can use some of the cooler venues but that's definitely it's it's got me thrashing skis in preparation right now so it's it's good good uh good mental training for sure this has been kind of an ongoing topic of conversation recently as we kind of think through given that we have a few skis here, what should your comp ski be? Mm-hmm. I hope you don't destroy all of the ones that we are, <laughs> that have been like in the running, but uh, I am looking forward to seeing what what you actually end up selecting. Gets pulled off the wall. Yeah, I mean, this is certainly as compared to years ago, you know, when you had a sponsor and, you know, you had a limited number of skis to choose from. I feel quite set up in terms of i don't know what the conditions will be like but there will be a right tool for that job for yes. sure. <laughs> yes you will be covered last thing one new year's resolution do you have one honestly i'm not real big on on resolutions in the sense that if i'm going to do something i just do it but something that borders or gets close to a new year's resolution as I start to feel older and creakier, something I'm going to try to make time to do this year, which I'm very bad about doing and have tried to in the past, is I'm going to start trying to stretch to start my day, uh-huh. just limber up a little bit instead of just going full send off the couch. I'm going to try to like make my body a little bit happier uh-huh. with me. So, oh, nice. Yeah. I've, I've incorporated a sauna regimen into my into my week right now and some weightlifting. So I'm going to try to like bring it full circle and do some stretching as well. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Eric Friesen. Thank you for sharing. And now you get to go take your ski boots off. Yes, it's going to hurt. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It was cold out there today. My feet are frozen. So <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, gentlemen. Have you eaten food yet? I did eat some food today. I had uh, pretzels and a cheddar horseradish dip that I bought when my brother and I went to the store two days ago. Hadn't eaten all day, and that was like 7 o'clock. So we were starving, and he wanted cheesecake. So the But then we went to get the cheesecake, and there was cheddar horseradish spread right next to it. I was like, that sounds good too. So that's what I've eaten, and I'm going to eat more food soon. <laughs> 
that was supposed to be our sound check, but I think we're just going to leave that in there. So, because the world wants to know about your eating habits. I did talk to Kristen Sinat this morning and she told me she sent you some quinoa recipe or like porridge recipe. Porridge. Yeah. I need to relearn how to use my Instapot, but that's not something I'm focusing on for 2021. <laughs> I'm pretty content. <laughs> okay. Well, that brings us to our three questions, Luke. Just for the record, I am still in my ski boots. Luke is no longer in his, so he's maybe winning uh, right now. Number one, a favorite thing or a highlight from the past year? Yeah, I think the the one thing that stood out to me was Memorial Day weekend. I went down to kind of the Telluride area and attempted to climb and ski the Snake Kular on Mount Sneffels um, with a good buddy of mine from college who I hadn't uh, skied with in a while. That was by far like the biggest, longest day I had last year in terms of skiing and turned out like we didn't summit the conditions in the Kular were some of the worst I've ever seen, just like bulletproof, but also like people had been sidestepping down it. So it wasn't smooth ice where you could like slide down. It was three point sidestepping with an ice axe because I was terrified, but everything other than the cool art itself was really fun. And it was, it was a fun day overall and it was exhausted. Um, but yeah, look back on that and that was a, that was a really cool day. Nice. Terrifying, but cool. Mm -hmm. All right. What are you most looking forward to in 2021? I'm guessing the answer is production of the buyer's guide. Oh yeah, that's just way up on the list. No, I am hopeful that like going to visit friends and having friends visit here will be more doable with the rollout of the vaccine. We'll see. But yeah, I think that'll be cool. Like I've, I mean, I've friends around like Colorado who are like getting places to rent here and still visiting every once in a while. But like being able to just invite people out here, have them stay on my couch. That's always like a highlight for the winter season for me. And it's something that's not really happening this year. So I'm hoping that that becomes uh, more of a possibility this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. By the way, I, I feel like while well, you and I are taping this now on January 3rd, I think it was a real successful like Christmas to New Year's mm -hmm. here in CB. S seemed to go pretty well. We'll, pr we'll probably like in terms of COVID, we'll probably find out in another week or two, but like oh, everything I've heard went pretty smoothly, like bigger crowds than normal, f like for a regular week in yeah. CB, but all things considered, I it seemed to go pretty smoothly, which is great. And I s literally saw like zero people doing the like, yeah, whatever, I'm mm -hmm. not. So yeah, I was psyched on that. Good job, skiers. Yeah. yeah. One New Year's resolution. Uh, I want to get more creative with the photos I take, which I know you're not psyched to hear because <laughs> that means more more takes and weirder instructions. But um, yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot. Like we're out there shooting every single week, and so just trying to trying to balance actually getting shots with experimenting with cooler. Uh, types of images uh, is something I want to work on throughout the year and not just for like for skiing for once we get back into mountain biking yeah. and trail running. So that's something I'm looking forward to continuing to work on. Yeah. All right. That's it. Three solid answers. I think you're off the hook. Happy New Year, Luke. Thanks. Happy New Year. I'm going to go eat now. <laughs> Good. All our listeners want to make sure that, you know, yeah. you are and you are getting that one meal a day. In. Yeah. And hopefully watch the Packers stomp the Bears. 
I'm all for that happening because I I I'm mad that the Bears won any games this yeah. year. Like, what what is the point? So anyway, okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk cool. to you real soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Sasha Anastas, happy New Year! Thanks, Jonathan. You too. Your New Year is off to a pretty exciting start. I don't know if exciting is the best word, or tragic, or dramatic, maybe. <laughs> well, technically, I think what you're alluding to is my three-year-old breaking his arm. Yeah, that. So technically, that happened in 2020. It happened New Year's uh, Eve. So I think we're totally tossing that in the dumpster fire that 2020 was. Perfect, actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's just an old 2020 thing. 2021 onward and upward. All right. You got it. I've got three questions to ask you, as we have been asking a number of our reviewers. First one, would you share with us a favorite thing or a highlight from the past I think you just referred to it as a dumpster fire year. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it was a crazy year for me and I'll be brief about it. Um, just having to um, work in the ER with the COVID and having volumes in our ER with patients and no patients and then sick patients. Um, it was a crazy year. And I think the one thing um, other than all my friends that I visited with on Zoom, that was very grounding for me was riding my bike. Mm. And so I have two of my most memorable bike rides were my family bike rides. And I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you, Jonathan, but you were there for both of them. Yes. Both of our Crested Butte rides. Yes. Um, the one that we did... Um, the 401 trail mm -hmm. when we were going through all the big cabbage leaves and I just said pretty much I'm just going to get off my bike and dig a hole in the cabbage leaves and never come out. I think that was June. So that was that was light. And then the next one was the fall ride once all the leaves had fallen off. And I can't remember where we were riding. I think I think gun sight. Yes, we were yeah. at a guide site. And both these rides we had, well, for the first ride, we had Rory on the Mac ride yep. for um, the bottom half. And then the second ride, my three-year-old Rory, he hung tough on the Mac ride the entire time. And those two rides were truly, truly some of my, probably my most memorable um, times in, in 2020. So yeah, riding my bike was very grounding. It, it definitely was... Uh, one of the things that kept kept the sanity and all the insanity. You know, this has been an ongoing, recurring theme on Blister, I guess for years now, maybe just because it's true. But I think for a lot of us, being outdoors, whether it's running or biking or skiing, really truly is like wildly effective therapy, right? Like, yeah, no, for sure. I say this all the time. But I think, yeah, I mean, I think for me personally, it's something, I mean, I, I had a really fortunate upbringing and I grew up in the Elk Mountains and Aspen area, Basalt area. And so for me, um, even as a young child, I think I always retreated to the wilderness, the surrounding areas, and certainly more as I got older and needed, um, you know, moments of grounding. I think I was always found... Um, you know, a lot of the times going down to the desert and getting grounded, you know, in, you know, Moab area and, you know, around the Elk Mountains. But for sure, I think it's sometimes the only time where where you can experience simplicity when everything else is so crazy around you. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's interesting. I keep thinking a whole lot about inclusivity, which, you know, inclusivity and diversity to important themes, I think, of 2020. 
And just reflecting on this and and the the clear reality of the saving grace that getting outside and doing these activities and getting to do them with friends. I found myself while you were talking, just thinking about folks who that's just not either part of their routine or it's just a lot more difficult for them to run out their front door to go get into a more or less wild or open space. And I sure hope with what we're doing here at Blister that we are able to continue to invite more and more people into this. And I don't care whether it's walking or hiking or getting rad on a mountain bike or gnarly on a pair of skis. I don't care what it is, but man, just hopefully opening up this world to more people to have that same therapy that we kind of get to benefit from. Yeah, we're really, we're really fortunate. And I hope we recognize how fortunate we are to have that, especially, you know, here in Buena Vista at our fingertips. I'm right at the base of all the collegiate peaks. I've got great bike trails on the other side of the valley of me. And so I think that would be a good transition to our next question, which is what am I most looking forward to in 2021? I think it's spending time out in the wilderness, but more importantly is going outside and seeing live music. Like I think we've missed live music so much. I think I can't wait for there to be live bands. And again, I don't know if 2021 will bring that forward if if we're moving in the right direction with the pandemic and numbers, but I am certainly really missing that this year. That was really hard to have a summer without a lot of outdoor live music. Third question, New Year's resolution. And I forget, I've asked you this before. Are you in general a New Year's resolution type person or not? Oh, I think it depends on the year. Generally not because I'm not very good at following through on them. <laughs> so um, to be fair, Simon and I started out the year without we're not drinking any alcohol in January. We'll see how far we get. I think we're like day four into it now. So, so far, so good. Wow. Um, I know I've had to work the past four days. So um, jury's still out on whether or not I <laughs> can handle it. But uh I think for me, my not so much resolution this year, but just something I'm going to focus on just because I think resolutions are hard. It's, you know, all or nothing. And I don't feel like that's very, I'm very successful at doing all or nothing. I feel for me, it's going to be important. Um, I'm just going to focus on a little bit more balance and it's elusive. I know, but like just making sure I have like, maybe it's just like that 10 minute downward dog yoga pose I can do, or maybe it's like a 15 minute run. So just something where I have a little bit more balance in my days. Um, I think that's that's really kind of what I'm hoping to strive for. I don't know how to do it, but um, I've had such a binge purgy schedule for so long. It's going to be difficult, but I think I'm at a point where I really need that to stay grounded and, and get the stuff I need to get done. Okay. So you and Simon are currently going for like a dry January. Did you do this last year? No, I've never done this. Never done this. Okay. Oh, time out. When I was pregnant, I did it. <laughs> oh, that's probably good from, you know, what the books say. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is you guys are supposed to come over to CB this weekend. I knew this was going to come up. Oh, I knew no. once I told you about dry January, you were going to disinvite well, no, us from coming. I'm not disinviting <laughs> you, but this is an opportunity. You're going to join with us. Well, have you guys had the athletic brewing beer yet? Because this is the perfect item. I've been all excited about this product 
and I still have some. So if you guys do come over, we'll just make it an athletic weekend, as it were. Yeah, no, we'll be tea drinkers and athletic beer drinkers. What is an athletic beer? Do tell. This is the incredibly good non-alcoholic beer, like really good. And we had on not too long ago, the the CEO, the founder of Athletic. But this is a thing that honestly, like I'm a huge advocate of this because as you well know, in our kind of mountain sports communities, like there is a problem, right? Like they're just our folks who handle their alcohol really well and do it just fine. And then folks who don't. And why I'm so excited about this is whether it's somebody who's just like, I'm not drinking this month or whether it's somebody who's like, you know what? I'm just better off not drinking at all. Or those ladies who have, who get pregnant and can't drink. That would be another great. <laughs> well, there, we got several options. So anyway, Pat Sinat, our Kristen Sinat's husband, Pat has been on the athletic front for a while. And like, it's just a really cool alternative. And I think that, again, you and I both know lots of people in our beloved communities who it's like, yeah, they just don't function that well with alcohol. And this is actually a really great tasting option that still lets people be part of the social fabric, right? If we're all hanging out after a day of skiing or riding and people are cracking open some cans, I really think this is the first thing I've seen where it's like, yeah, it's, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't drink or whatever. So Anyway, you should go listen to that con- conversation. Interesting. I will. I'll certainly go listen to it, especially before I come visit you. But I'm, I'm excited to, um, I'm excited to give it a go. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. Don't cancel. <laughs> we won't. We won't. We thought we were worried that you were going to cancel on us. We were worried that if we couldn't drink whiskey with you until one or two in the morning, that you'd call. You'd send nope, us back over the hill. It's going to be an athletic weekend. <laughs> that that'll. That's just what it'll be. Sounds good. Okay. I'm on board. Well, hey, look forward to seeing you guys in just a few days. Say hi to Simon. Give Rory a hug for me. I'm sorry about the broken arm. Kids heal fast, so hopefully this won't be too long of an ordeal. Yeah, happy new year and look forward to seeing you in just a couple days. Sounds great, Jonathan. Good to talk to you as always. All right, take care, Sasha. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, Gordon Janini, happy new year. Happy new year, Jonathan. It's always fun to talk with you, but I always feel sort of guilty talking with you because I know that you've actually still been doing like quite a bit of running, whereas I mostly have just been riding chairlifts, you know, recently. And so hence, you know, like the guilt. (laughs) I mean, I feel like if there's a time of year to do that, this is probably it. So (laughs) really, I'm the one that should feel guilty because I've been like jogging around on icy roads instead of skiing when there's tons of snow. So you've probably got it more figured out than me, to be honest. Interesting. I really, that's a very gracious response from you. So (laughs) I, I, I very much appreciate that. For those who might not know, Gordon kind of is one of the people holding it down on the running side for us. A very good runner, a very good cross-country skier. And I actually want to ask you a little bit about both. Talk to me a little bit about because again, I am I am a wuss, so I can't really imagine running a bunch recently. You know, as we get into colder temps around here, how's how's it working out for you this round? Are you, do you have it all figured out how to do the winter running thing? 
You know, honestly, at this point, having been in Gunnison for whatever, five years or so. Yeah. I kind of, I think so. There are still days where it's like, it's just cold and it sucks. But, and ironically, I think it, it kind of helped that I was injured a lot last summer and wasn't able to mm. run a ton. And so by the time I was able to run again, it was already starting to get pretty cold. But I was pretty antsy to be like, okay, I can run. I'm going to freaking go run. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's helped with the motivation quite a bit. And then, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it does have uh, it's it's good sides. It's cool to be out when it's really cold and snowy. It's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a gorgeous place. And, yeah, being outside doing anything is fun. So, yeah. Being outside doing anything is fun for sure. It is beautiful here. And third it's like proof you're kind of a badass. It's like, you want to know how I know you're a badass? Because you're outside right now running. A few times in life do we get such clarity about anything. And I, I right. think you get it in that case. Yeah, you, you know, get a couple of bragging rights when you go run and it's like negative 10. And then you're also like, wow, I'm a complete dumbass because this sucks. But, you know. And then I want to ask you one other thing about cross-country skiing. That, that thing I don't do. <laughs> so I'm always fascinated. You're like the you're like the exotic animal. I get to talk <laughs> to you from time to time doing all these exotic things. So um but anyway, back to our main three questions uh for the moment. Tell us one favorite thing, one favorite moment, one favorite highlight of 2020. What comes to mind? Okay, so uh on the whole 2020 was a, a little rough, but one of the kind of silver linings of the whole like global pandemic and then as I mentioned being injured was that I, I wasn't doing a whole lot of really focused running training, which is usually uh, kind of a lot of what I think about and a lot of what I spend my time doing. Um, so that gave me an opportunity to do a lot of other cool things. I finally got to the point with mountain biking where I can like go ride a technical trail and only feel like I'm going to die like maybe half the time instead of like 90% of the time. Uh, so that was cool. <laughs> and then I, I dabbled with bike packing a little bit, which is really fun. And I, I don't know, like I, I think in the past I have kind of fallen into the trap of like only running and you know there's the whole like addictive personality thing with endurance activities where it's like when i'm running I'm not doing anything else and as it turns out there are a lot of other cool things out there too so 2020 definitely threw a wrench in things and that kind of made me switch it up a little bit um yeah and i definitely look forward to continuing to do more of that stuff going forward i love that answer and i, I think that actually all of us i mean very few of us are a runner on your level, but I think that all of us can probably relate to the, like, I start getting sort of obsessed and, you know, like zeroing in focus on one particular thing. And I really do think one of the, one of the cool things about all of these outdoor sports and kind of the outdoor sports community is you always have like some friend trying to get you to go do some other thing or there's some injury frankly right that sort of shifts your focus into something else and again not that any of us ever are looking to get injured but it's like sometimes when those injuries happen it's not just blowing smoke to be like well this actually is an opportunity 
to figure out what I can do right now. And I, I mean, honestly, it's, I think it's one of the cool things about this, this world we kind of traffic in. Yeah. Yeah. And especially somewhere like Gunnison, Crested Butte, where there's just so many opportunities for so many outdoor sports that are all pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. It's like, it's cool to have a chance to, to branch out a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about this year. What are you most looking forward to in 2021? Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and just contradict myself right away and say I'm really looking forward to running and finally getting some races again. <laughs> yep. You're like, please, God, let me stop this biking stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because I loved being able to switch it up, but at the end of the day, I still running is still my thing. And so I'm um, right now I'm supposed to race a 55K in Moab, the red hot 55K on February 13th. And assuming that it doesn't get canceled, that'll be my first trail running race since June of 2019, which kind of blows my mind when I sit down and think about it. So yeah, it's been a while and I'm, I'm really, really hoping to, that, you know, it's, it's not like a big deal on the, on the grand scheme of things with everything that's going on right now, but it'd be really nice to be able to race again. Yeah. Big deal for you. Yeah. And how are you feeling like in terms of training for this, in terms of health for this? Um, you know, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Uh, I'm feeling pretty tired right now cause I've been training a lot, but that's kind of where you want to be like a month out from a race. Um, yeah, like I, I think I'm in a pretty similar spot to where I was, uh, last March before I got injured, which was, I thought probably, I don't know pretty close to as good of shape as I've ever been in, if not better. And yeah, like this, this race isn't necessarily like a huge uh, focus for the whole year, but I, I, I definitely feel pretty good about where I'm at going into it. So I'm, I'm really hoping it doesn't get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like, and now you get to kind of start into the like taper time like yeah. start easing up after hard training. So I, you know, I just want to say if you want to come over to like eat donuts and just watch a bunch of TV, <laughs> I'm here for you to help, to help in this leg of your training. Awesome. Appreciate yeah. that. That's an essential yep. part of the taper. <laughs> How to not go crazy while tapering. <laughs> yep. Plus then, you know, if you have a good outcome, I'm then going to claim a ton of credit. Oh, for right the key the key taper training that I did with you to help you achieve greatness. So right. we it's really a win-win for both of us. Yeah, it was it was the donuts 100%. One New Year's resolution. Are you in general a like New Year's resolution person? Is that your style or not so much? I'm really not, so I had to think about this one for a while, but yeah. I came up with one and I actually really like it. So the last few years, I've had jobs, um, particularly in the summer, but really just year round between doing stuff like uh, working on a trail crew, coaching the Nordic team that have had like kind of forced me to spend a ton of time outside. And I'm actually starting grad school in like two weeks, which is crazy. But with that, going back to school, I'm not going to be spending a ton of time outside just with my uh, kind of day to day responsibilities. So my resolution is to try and spend at least three hours outside every day between like, you know, running, skiing, biking to class, just like going for a walk, whatever. Because, yeah, I think 
I think over the last couple of years, I have really, really appreciated being able to be outside that much. And I don't want that to stop as I kind of move on to going back to school. So three hours outside every day in grad school. Yes. That's a kind of big one. It is. It is. And I was, I went back and forth on the number a lot. Cause it's like, yeah, should I just say two hours? But then it's like, right. well, I feel like two hours would be pretty easy to do because you know, I'm, I usually run for at least an hour every day and then between all the other stuff I can work in there outside. So I want it to be a bit of a stretch so that I actually have to try to do it. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, it's a goal out there. I like that one. Hey, before I let you go, I want to ask you a little bit more about the cross-country skiing and coaching you've been doing. And again, those who are familiar with our Off the Couch podcast know that there is this ongoing debate about whether to call this Nordic skiing, cross-country skiing, etc. So if if Simi Hamilton is out there listening to this, I hope he appreciates that I am calling this cross-country skiing today. But um, talk to me a little bit about just how that's going like for right now. Are you you're doing less of that right now than than running or it's more 50-50? I'm doing quite a bit less of that right now than running. So previous years, especially when I was in college, I pretty much just skied during the winter and then would get back into running in the spring. This year, I've been trying to be more consistent with running, partially because I have this race in February. And so really most of my my Nordic skiing has been with the Crested Butte Nordic Junior Team. Um, I'm assistant coaching with them up until I leave for grad school in about a week and a half. So yeah, that's like uh, five to six days a week, uh, an hour and a half in the afternoon practice. Um, and that has been really, really fun. I, I did a little bit of coaching last winter, but I was kind of super part-time. So really getting to know the team this year. And uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to see people who are that stoked about uh, getting out and training and skiing and racing. Um, it definitely, it's, it's refreshing because sometimes I think it's easy to just kind of like get stuck into your own rhythm of, of training or, you know, going out and skiing or whatever it is and just kind of going through the motions. Um, so yeah, having like the whole team in there to, to keep things entertaining has been great. Yeah. Well, Hey man, good to talk. Cool to catch up on everything that you've like got going on real soon here. And I'm, I'm really stoked to, to hear that you're, you just are feeling good. Um, I know that I know it's been a minute and I know that's, uh, I know that's tough you know, yeah. kind of both from a mental and physical point of view. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to be seeing you like tomorrow, something like that. So look forward to seeing you soon. Let me know how many donuts I ought to buy to help in the, in the, you know, in the <laughs> taper portion of your training. Other than that, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll, uh, I'll let you know on the donuts. All right. Take care, Gordon. You too. Bye. Well, Kara Williard, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jonathan. Somehow we have not yet skied together. We need to remedy this quickly. I have no good excuse. I don't know what's happening. So I'm throwing this in as another New Year's resolution. Ski with Kara ASAP. I agree. And another New Year's resolution is to not use COVID as the excuse. So we'll get out there soon. Okay. Well, listen, we're going through these three questions. And so let's just get into it. First up, name a favorite thing 
or highlight of 2020? So the highlight looking back upon the year is to realize all the amazing things that came out of tearing my ACL, which led me to drastically switch up my life plans, including committing to a master's in environmental management program at Western Colorado University, ensuing a move to Gunnison in order to pursue my passion for local food and regenerative farming. And with that, uh, getting back on skis and feeling that joy as if for the very first time has been amazing. And I'm finally skiing pain-free again. Man, that was like 19 things that were real good. I agree. I accept that answer. In fact, come to think of it, I think the last time, is this right? Is the last time I actually saw you in person was that at the speaker series at Western? Yep, that's right. And that was super fun. Got to listen to you and Cody Townsend in a really awesome outdoor setting. That was cool that you guys made that work despite the situations. That was fun, but it's been kind of all phone calls and texting since then. So again, we get to meet up and actually ski and be like in person together. Yep. That's going to happen. Tell me a little bit about how, I mean, you wrapped up your first semester in your master's program. Tell me a little bit about that. I think all things considered, uh, you know, attending grad school as a pandemic ensued, uh, it's gone really well. Um, I'd say the School of Environment and Sustainability at Western Colorado has done an awesome job of orchestrating a remote learning experience. And then I'm also pursuing a fellowship with Mountain Roots Food Project at the same time. And that's all growing food um, and farming in the Gunnison Valley. And so that's allowed me to kind of have a little bit more of that community experience, uh, which is what I was seeking in attending grad school. So I'm glad I still get to maintain that. Say just a word or two about the Mountain Roots Food Project. Uh, so Mountain Roots Food Project is a local nonprofit in Gunnison that works to cultivate a resilient food system. And they do this by enhancing healthy connections between food, earth, and community. So they have a bunch of different programs, everything from local community farming to farm to school programs um, to just a lot of food security efforts, especially in the time of COVID. So they did some awesome things like free food markets in Crested Butte and Gunnison um, during COVID. So it's a really awesome organization and I'm honored to be a part of it. Yeah. And you've been telling me about this group for a while. Maybe there's a conversation in our future dedicated to Mountain Roots Food Project. Yeah, you got it. And uh, yeah, I'm stoked to talk about them anytime. Okay. Question number two, what are you most looking forward to in 2021? Yeah, so to follow up on that note, I am looking forward to growing a ton of food. Um, I'm taking on a farm manager position to implement regenerative farming practices at Glacier Farm, which is an awesome farm right here in Crested Butte South, and just working towards further bolstering local food security in the Gunnison Valley. You're like literally a farmer. Yep. I'm literally a farmer. Um, just day in, day out, I'll be out in the field growing food and harvesting and distributing that food. So I'm loving it. You know, you might actually be the only person in the world. So this is a big deal. Oh God. <laughs> who is a boot fitter, grad student and farmer. Mm, yes. Thank you. I'm proud of my super niche, weird little things that I'm passionate about. And yeah, um, you know, they all kind of play off of each other in weird, diverse ways. F farming and boot fitting. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of messed up toes that look like cauliflower or something. 
No, but just like patience and uh, ah. yeah, being ready to be adaptable. You never know what you're going to get. This is this is true. I do like this though that you are the only person, like maybe in the history of the planet Earth, the only grad student boot fitter farmer. That's a hell of a claim to fame, actually. Ah, uh, thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm working for that. So, if there are any others of you, don't actually write in and tell us because that'll just burst the bubble at this point. But uh, no, you should actually tell us if there's legitimately more out there. We will have stumbled upon a new like species. Yeah, I feel like whoever that person may be, I really want to have a conversation with you. But yeah, don't take away my you unique <laughs> unique mixture of things, please. They should don't don't crowd don't crowd Kara's corner. <laughs> well, last thing, New Year's resolutions. Do you have one to share with us? Sure. So I'm going to focus on a qualitative approach to a resolution. So. Um, in what I've been talking on and what I'm going to school for currently, the top one right now is just to lean into the hard work as I understand my own call to action regarding intersectional sustainability and the fight against climate change and to embrace this action every single day and every possible way within my power. That's pretty good. It sounds like you have that written on like a note card that you're going to like tape up on in your mirror. I do actually. It's on my desk right now and I'm just going to focus on it um, through the farming, through the grad school stress. I just need to remember that that's my, my action for the year. So it'll, it'll help guide me through, I hope. Well, Kara, that's pretty good. And all in all, your, your review so far of 2021, are, are you off to a good start? I'd say I'm off to a good start. I'm skiing. Um, yeah, just enjoying this beautiful cold weather in Gunnison. It's like, I think, uh, kind of giving me some acclimation to the cold. I went down to New Mexico last week and it was 40 degrees and I thought it was really hot. So <laughs> I'm digging it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, listen, it's always fun to talk. Let's just meet up. I'm here. I'm like right here. You, you yeah. have to literally, you know, like you have to almost actively ignore me if you come ski here. So, you know, don't, don't do that to me. Okay. Fair enough, Jonathan. I promise we'll ski together like in the next few days. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, listen, thanks. And uh, we'll see you real soon. Okay. Thanks. Well, Dylan Wood, it's your turn. You didn't come ski with us today. So we're actually doing this one remote. So how are you? I haven't seen you in like, I don't know, 24 hours or something. <laughs> I'm good. I needed a rest day today. I skied the last eight days in a row. So my body needed a break. Eight, hon? Yeah, I skied from the day after Christmas to yesterday. So if I did my my math right, that's eight days. Well, I'm real bad at math, so I have no way of checking you on this one. That's that's good. That's impressive. I feel like you've earned a day off. Well, thank you. I feel like I've earned one too. Yeah. Well, let's get into our three questions. First up, Give us one highlight from the past year. So I'm going to cheat. I'm going to give you two. Ah. One highlight was the very first week of January. I went up to Revelstoke, British Columbia, and had one of the best ski weeks of my life. It was snowing all week. I was with a very fun crew, and I really like Revelstoke. That was my first time skiing that mountain, and it was awesome. But I don't think that's a good answer because... That was not the 2020 that I think all of us know. 
that was the very first week of the year. And little did I know that it was all going to go downhill from there. I think for 2020 as a whole, I think it was just good to see the world sort of getting a better understanding of some of the bad things that are happening. And whether that be big scale issues like racial injustice or healthcare infrastructure to, I feel like collectively everyone was hypersensitive to smaller things like, you know, I should be calling my mom or I should be taking care of myself and things like that. I think that might be the only silver lining to maybe one of the worst years that any of us have ever experienced. All right. I accept your two-part answer. Yeah. I think on the latter front, now it's all now it's all about the follow-up, right? Yeah. 2021, time to follow up on the things we've learned. Oh boy, the follow-up. I, I, I do hope this is a follow-up rather than a chapter two to 2020. Yeah. Well, at least let's not revert, right? Speaking of follow-ups, question number two, what are you most looking forward to in 2021? I mean, to be honest, I think I'm looking forward to what everybody's looking forward to. I think I'm optimistic in terms of at least at some point this year, life will feel more normal and we can maybe see friends we haven't seen in a while and travel more. And I I turned 21 on March 5th this past year. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been able to like be 21 all year. (laughs) I really want to, you know, be able to go tour a brewery or like go to a club or something like that. Like, I don't like, I know you can do some of these things, but I don't really feel comfortable or responsible doing it now. I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully not having to worry about spitting particles and breathing in other people's particles. Wow. What a weird thing. Not really, but when you put it like that, that's a weird thing to be looking forward to, you know, for this year. But, you know, I get, I get where you're coming from. And I mostly, I guess I like the way that you took your answer because at first I thought you were just kind of like, I'm 21, can I just be a dumbass now? We're not really trying to have you you know, go further down that path, let me just say. Oh, come on. Yeah, maybe maybe not be a dumbass, but more so just enjoy being 21. I haven't got to do that yet, and I think I at least deserve that right. <laughs> Let's move on. One New Year's resolution, Dylan, what do you have? My New Year's resolution is to travel more. Going off that last question, I think traveling will become more responsible this year as we move forward in the whole vaccination thing. You know, even Colorado is a very big place. The U.S. is a very big place. There's a lot of places I haven't been able to see, haven't been able to visit friends I haven't seen in a while, haven't been able to go home and visit my family as much as I wanted. And not really looking forward to traveling for the sake of traveling, but more so like I want to go run this river in Utah. Like, let me go see this place I've never seen. Or, you know, I'm going to go to Idaho and bike around Boise with Ezian or something because I've never been there. Stuff like that. Yeah, I think a lot of folks are kind of a little antsy for that one. And I don't know. I mean, I will say like the 
you know, obviously I was talking to Lou Kappa about this. Like we just wrapped up a holiday season here in Crested Butte. And honestly, I feel like it went well, right? And we'll we'll see some of the follow-up reports and the rest, but there certainly were people here. And I don't know, I, I still feel like I was pretty proud. I didn't see in lift lines, you know, a bunch of people complaining or shirking rules or stuff like that. Man, I'm still on team, like whatever we need to do that, I mean, maybe it's as simple as let's us keep skiing. I'm very, very happy to be skiing right now. Yeah, I'm very happy to be skiing too. And yeah, I think you're right. The holidays, I think, served our tourism-based economy well economically. Hopefully the next two weeks, we won't see a big spike of cases. I think that'll be the only indicator that this whole holiday thing was bad for us. But yeah, I'm happy to be skiing. I think a lot of people are just happy to be here and getting out of whatever town that they usually reside in and coming up for the holidays. It was a good time. Well, hey, man, happy new year to you. Yeah, I guess I've really missed you after this entire one day of not seeing you of at least nine days or something. So we'll have to, you know, apparently you should come back up to the mountain soon. You know, I, ho- I hope you can hold yourself together for the <laughs> next, uh, what, 12 hours until I'm there next or whatever. Perfect. And by the way, little side business, if you are up here tomorrow, remind me to bring those boot parts that I've forgotten the last couple of days. Yeah, just a bit of side business there, but we should get those to you and get you back on the very interesting kind of ABCing you've been doing, maybe ABCDing you've been doing on the boot front. And I'm excited to kind of have you post that stuff on Blister because this, this is a good one you're doing. Yeah. You know, I like me, my, my lightweight boots. That's so right. Get them going with, with the new hardware. Get that, get that to me, man. All right. All right. Well hit me up and, uh, yeah. And that's the teaser soon. There will be a lighterish Alpine boot roundup shown up on blister spearheaded by Dylan Wood. Uh, so we'll look forward to that and see you real soon, Dylan. See you soon. All right, man. Bye-bye. Well, last but not least, Paul Forward, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jonathan. Thank you very much. So let's get down to business. I think the way that we're going to go here is we have our three questions. I will ask you the question, you give your answer, and then I'm going to actually give my own because I haven't been giving my sort of answers to these three questions with all of the other Blister folks I've been talking with about this. So um, first up, Tell us one of your favorite things or one of the biggest highlights of the past year. The obvious one is that, as I've mentioned many times on Blister Podcasts, I have a son who's only 18 months old and hanging out with him has just been this awesome learning experience, just this super cool thing that um, has, you know, continues to be the highlight of pretty much every day. The other big highlight of 2020 was um, probably probably my solo sheep hunt this year was a pretty cool experience. I got to spend a bunch of time in a really cool place and came home with some really awesome meat from a really old uh, old doll sheep ram. So that was a that was a pretty pretty special time in the mountains. Sheep and children. Yep. Okay. I'll go with that. Okay. I think for me, I would call a sort of highlight of 2020, like 
the collective great conversations that I had over this past year, there were just a billion of them, you know, and so there are kind of too many to sort of single out, except for maybe one that maybe particularly in 2020, where, you know, there was a lot less travel and getting to meet with people in person. The day that I got to spend with Art Clay, uh, the founder of the National Brotherhood of Skiers, where we hung out at his house on the south side of Chicago in July, that uh, I keep thinking about that conversation and just a fantastic day getting to hang out with art. So I think conversations in general, and if I had to pick just one, hanging out with art on the south side. Nice. Yeah. Second question. What are you most looking forward to in 2021? Uh, spending time with my son and going sheep hunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, I mean, all the things that I'm always really excited about is the fact that it's like January and our ski season is is really good. Actually, this, this is my real answer, uh, especially in the context of our Blister podcast. Alaska is off to a really good start this year, and I'm really excited and optimistic about the winter ahead. So I'm, I'm excited to get out and ski a bunch of powder with, with a bunch of fun people. I think it's going to be great. And sheep hunting and spending time with my son. <laughs> and next year, maybe we'll just slot in sheep hunting and spending time with your son. And then we can just skip this whole, this whole yeah, recording. Just, okay. Uh, or just make it an asterisk. Okay. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I think a big thing for me is we've got this blister summit coming up. And if, everything kind of, not even if everything goes according to plan, if several things go according to plan, you might actually be here in Crested Butte. Yes, I'm planning on it. I'm not trying to jinx anything, but I mean, the Blister Summit is something that we have been planning for just put an absurd amount of hours in on. But like the fact that earlier this, well, earlier in 2020, I was supposed to come see you in Girdwood that trip got canceled, but now we might actually be able to meet up here in Crested Butte. That that would be pretty sweet. Well, you know, I, w- I probably would have said that that would have been the highlight of 2020 had you been able to make it up, um, even That's above true. sheep hunting. But it, d- it didn't happen. And so... <laughs> or spending time with your firstborn. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, uh, so yeah, since that didn't happen, maybe we'll make that happen in 2021. And that would be included in great snow with great people. Ah, could be. Yeah. And that I, I have like, I don't, I don't know for sure that, uh, that Girdwood trip is going to kind of just kind of get rescheduled, but man, man, I was excited about that one. So, you know, man, if, if 2021 really delivers, we might first get to hang out here in Crested Butte you know, on my home turf. And then I come, I come to your, your home field. I love it. That sounds great. We can, we can see where, which place we ski more powder in. <laughs> well, okay. Hey God, now. <laughs> we should uh, have some kind of a bet there or a prize or something. Well, you might ski more pow. We see the sun more. And this was oh, actually yeah. one of the things we were talking about. I really, really like good visibility and I'm I'm giving Crested Butte probably the solid win over Girdwood when it comes to being able to see. I don't know. I mean, I have 
seen, I have had the sun touch my skin within the last seven days, at least one time. So I don't know. Is that Chris Mute is definitely <laughs> winning, Paul? Yeah, you should you should come here. The sun's out a lot. It's it's nice. <laughs> Well, that that honestly, I think like a lot of people, we've just named two trips there and I've got two other trips with friends that I'm really hoping can come together this season and yeah, getting to meet up with friends that you haven't seen for a while and do that in person seems seems like we're primed and ready for that. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Okay, next one. And I am excited to talk about this with you because we have at least a bit of a shared one here. New Year's resolutions. I'm going to let you go first here, Paul. (laughs) Okay, well, probably... Have you have you talked about Ted Lasso on any podcast before? Is this the first time this is being introduced to a Blister podcast? I did talk about Ted Lasso. This is a show, kind of a, I guess we call it a limited series show or something on Apple TV. And I think it was in my first, maybe it was in the first reviewing the news uh, episode I did with Cody. Okay. I think that's where I mentioned this. And Cody was like, oh yeah, I hear it's funny. I'll check it out. And I was like, no, no, it's, I'm not, (laughs) it's not like the greatest thing of 2020, because it's so hilarious, I was like, Ted Lasso is my spiritual guide now. <laughs> anyway, I've interrupted you. So with that background. Well, yeah, just wanted to put this in context. So, I mean, it would be awesome if I could be just a little bit more like Ted Lasso in 2021. And I mean, and part of it, part of it, you know, we're partly joking, but part of it, the guy is like a poster child for like stoicism. And, uh, in a really good way. And I think that like, we could, we could probably all sort of do a little better than that. I know I certainly could. And I think like, I mean, I would, I would love to be more like Ted Lasso in 2021. And I was so hyped on you because I, you know, I went around telling everybody I know that they needed to watch Ted Lasso. And then you actually did. And you were like, dude, (laughs) And apparently, you know, you were like, I too need to be more like Ted Lasso. So this was a real, this was a real kindred spirit moment for us. Oh yeah. No, it is. I mean, it's a wonderful show. Yeah. And and, and it's a great character. And, uh, and the funniest part is like the, the, the old, like Ted Lasso skits, if you go back and watch them, they're kind of terrible. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. Don't, please don't go back and watch them is my advice. Just because you won't want to watch the show. Yeah. Just roll with this new thing. I was just going to ask you what your new New Year's resolution was. Well, so I had already said for me, like for like for the coming year. And by the way, when you're like, I'm only half joking, I'm not joking at all. I spent my time studying stoicism, right? Like he's not the stoic in the sense of like nothing can get to him. Like he's kind of this, this stone face. That's not it. There's this incredible kindness and cheerfulness mixed with the like you can't you just ultimately can't break him and um and you see this person striving to do that and it's like yeah he's he's just a better person than me i (laughs) i need to be more like this fictional television character that started its existence through a stupid insurance ad what a year 2020 and i mean yeah and the stoicism thing apart aside 
you know, the main thing is that he is, his character is kind. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, striving to just be a kinder person yep. is like, is, is for sure uh, my new year's resolution. It, and you know, if I had to pick one trait that I want my son to exude when he's an mm. adult, it's kind, it's kindness. Mm. And, uh, and I think that's a good, good new year's resolution. Yeah. So what I did to kind of cheat a little bit, because I absolutely wanted to get, you know, Ted Lasso as my spiritual guide <laughs> in here for my New Year's resolution. But just the other day, there's this scientist. He's kind of a specialist in artificial intelligence. His name is Lex Friedman. And I think mm -hmm. he's gaining popularity, which I'm all for Lex gaining popularity. He, yep, he, he, he made a post that just said, kind of for his, I, I don't know if it was a New Year's resolution, but it just said, be nice, do difficult things, have fun. And I was like, huh, that maybe just sums up. I'm going to take that as my kind of triumvirate for New Year's resolutions. Be nice. We just covered that with Ted Lasso. Like maybe it's be nice and watch rewatch Ted Lasso every three weeks or something. Do difficult things. I kind of feel like you know, Blister itself has been a bit of a process of trying to create new things that are not so easy to do. You know, we'll we'll keep creating more difficult things and trying to execute them well and and have fun. And I'm like, man, I I'm I'm good. I think I'm good with that little list. That's the perfect list. Yeah, I think that's it's a really good list. Yeah. Well, listen, it is always fun to connect. Really, I, you know, all the fingers are crossed that we get you here to Crested Butte in mid-February. And holy cow, like if that all works and then the Girdwood thing works, that would be not very much later. So we're, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. that would be an ambitious, that would be ambitious. Let's, let's dare to dream. I like it. I like the plan. I, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be a great winter. I'm really excited. Well, hey man, good to talk. I'll let you get going. Good luck with everything. We'll talk real soon. Sounds good, Jonathan. Thank you so much and happy new year. Happy new year. Well, that's it for this edition of the Blister Podcast. Thanks to Taylor Ahern for producing this episode. And thanks to you for listening. From all of us here in Crested Butte and Gunnison, Colorado, please take good care of yourself and everybody else. And we will talk to you again this Thursday over on our Bikes and Big Ideas podcast, where we will be talking about some of the most surprising bike gear of the past year, some of the standout products of the last year, and we'll also be offering some bike gear predictions for 2021. So be sure to subscribe to Bikes and Big Ideas, and then we will catch you over there this Thursday. Happy New Year, everybody.